Welcome to the Monday Podcast. It used to be said that in the city of London, a man's word was his bond. That you didn't need a contract because if he said something, that was good enough. Well, those days are, of course, long gone. We live in a world that doesn't trust anyone. We don't trust people with money. We don't trust them with children. And we don't trust them with power. And there are procedures and rules set in place to hold people accountable, which is really sad. But actually, it's totally understandable, isn't it? Shining against this dark backdrop, then, comes the seventh characteristic of the fruit of the Spirit, faithfulness. Like the other eight, there's a depth to this word. On the one hand, being faithful means being trustworthy and dependable. A faithful person is a person of honesty and integrity, someone who's conscientious. You can rely on them. They do what they promise. They can be trusted not to cheat or to deceive. But on the other hand, being faithful means exercising that kind of trustworthy behaviour over a long period of time. They've proved they can be trusted for the long haul. You don't have to check up on them. You don't have to worry that even if they did a good job last week, they might let you down this. Faithful people are those you know you can rely on all the time. And if you want to see that faithfulness then, of course, the place to look is God himself. We saw it last week. Do you remember Deuteronomy 32, verse 3? I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock. His works are perfect and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. He's a faithful God. But did you notice the picture that's used to describe him. He is our rock. We all know what it's like to be on a boat that's um, rocking around in the in the sea. Last week I was sitting uh, in my office at home and the wind was howling outside. I'm sure I could have felt the house move. Apparently if you stand on the top floor of some of our tallest skyscrapers they sway four to five feet. I think I'd rather be in a boat. But stand on top of Mount Snowden. Stand there in a gale if you like. Plant your feet on it and it won't move an inch. The story of Old Testament Israel is one of their repeated grinding unfaithfulness to God. They swayed back and forth. Firstly to God, then to the idols, then back to God. One moment trusting, the next abandoning him. And yet throughout it all, their God was faithful to them. Great is thy faithfulness is a hymn we often sing, but the words come right out of the middle of an Old Testament book, Lamentations 3.23. It was written at a time when Israel was suffering the consequences of their own unfaithfulness, and yet in the midst of it, they could affirm the eternal faithfulness of God. They knew that even when they were suffering God's judgment for their sin, they could still come back and appeal to this characteristic of plead with him to be faithful to his promises of restoration. They knew he'd keep his promises as well as his threats. What an encouragement for us as Christians to know that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and purify us from all unrighteousness. So what does this faithfulness mean for us? Well, I think two things. First, we are to be faithful toward other people. 
which means we are to be men or women of our word, following through on the things that we say we will do. Now, if I'm honest, I really struggle with this. I meet people every day who are in need or in trouble. My heart goes out to them in the moment. I'll help, I say. And the reality is I can't. And so I fail to back up what I said with action. Under promise and over deliver is what I need to learn to do. I either do what I say or I don't say what I can't do. For you, it may be showing faithfulness in other areas. So often we, we don't say what we really think to someone for fear of offending them. And so we smile weakly and remain silent, lacking the courage to tell them the truth. Maybe it's handling money carefully and responsibly. Faithfulness demands that we're not late paying a bill, that we don't forget to um, pay someone, that we're honest with our expenses, that we're not careless when we look after other people's money. You see, in all these things, there's a, an integrity that is so important. And, and some of us, I know, naturally have this as part of our personality. But for those of us who don't, we mustn't try and use personality as an excuse. Oh, I, I, I'm just not a details person, you see. No, we need to be concerned with the details when our words or money are concerned because we are children of a faithful faithful toward other people, but then faithful toward God himself. Over the years, I guess like you, I've seen people accept Christ, blaze brightly, and then just to quickly fall away. And it's one of the most painful things to watch. When it comes to our Christian faith, we're not to be fireworks. We're to be one of those Eternal flames you sometimes see in a monument, burning non-stop, day after day, week after week, year after year. Or perhaps we don't fall away, but maybe we start to water down the truth. Are we faithful to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? It's what we looked at last year in 2 Timothy. But as for you, Paul says in chapter 4, continue in what you have learned and become convinced of continue in it like Paul himself who could say at the end of his life I have fought the good fight I have finished the race I have kept the faith don't we all long to hear the Lord Jesus say to us one day well done good and I wonder whether you'll in the next week make a point of asking God to grow this characteristic in you and in all of us as a church family perhaps you need to focus on one area of faithfulness in your relationship with others or with God ask him to help you but above all, be encouraged, because we serve a God who, if we are faithless, and we so often are, aren't we? he remains faithful, for he cannot disown him. That is the rock on which Christians take their stand.